Good morning. Thank you for joining us today on Becca's World. I'm your host, Blind Becca. Today, we have a new person joining us. Tim Cuneo from Atlanta, Georgia is joining us. And Kimberly Parks is here with us again, as well as Leon Hosea and Joetta Lewis. How is everybody today? I'm doing okay. all right. Doing good. Um, Tim, would you like to introduce yourself just a little bit, just maybe like 30, 60 seconds before we get started? Yeah, I'm Tim. I'm 52 years old. I've got retinitis pigmentosis, and recently, within the past year, I got me a new guide dog, my first one, and it's been an adventure with her. Okay, and we will be doing a VIP and a longer form interview video with Tim eventually, so if you would like to hear about Tim's journey, please subscribe to our channel and stay tuned. Um, guys, I think we'll just get started on the show today. Um, who would like to go first with their topic? Does anybody, would anybody like to volunteer? Or I could go first with my topic. You can go you first. Would. Okay. So guys, I wanted to talk about this lockdown that we've all been going through that some of us are starting to come out of, um, but that Joe Biden is talking about putting us back into. Um, it reminds me of the guardianship that I was locked down under for 15 years in the state of Montana. And let me tell you what's been going on these last few months feels just like it because our ability to, to you know, achieve and excel and, you know, um, our ability to dream, you know, and uh, imagine what we want to achieve in our lives has been squelched for months now. And we're, you know, everybody's just suffering with this. But this is the same thing I dealt with for 15 years in Montana. But let me tell you what happened to me after I finally got rid of that guardianship and I was able to loose those bonds off of me. You know what? Once I got rid of that guardianship, it's been amazing what I've been able to accomplish because once you get rid of all of those, all that stuff, as Americans, we have the amazing, amazing abilities to do amazing things in life. And I, for one, I've been able to do a lot of amazing things. And I'm not, I don't want to talk about what I've been doing since I dissolved that guardianship, but I just want to tell you guys that once we're free of this virus and all these lockdowns are gone. And if we reelect President Trump in a couple months instead of Joe Biden, so that these lockdowns don't come back, we will continue to excel and create new things. And there'll be not only uh, new vaccines for this virus, but cures for other diseases. And there'll be lots of new inventions because that's what the United States has always done. We are, you know, inventors and dreamers and, you know, we're the ones that we innovate. And if we make the mistake of electing Joe Biden in November, we're going to be locked down under a guardianship like I was locked down under for 15 years. And all of our abilities to, to create will be squelched. And I don't think we want to do that because we are on an up. I mean, things are getting better in the United States. And they have been for a few years now since President Trump took over. It's only this virus that the Chinese sent over here that 
has made things so bad, but we're coming out of it. And that's because the American people are so resilient and the strong economy that President Trump built before this virus hit is so resilient too. And the economy's coming back. I am so excited for what's gonna happen here in America, not only in the coming weeks, but the coming months and the coming years and decades, because if we can stay on this path of of being creators and people, you know, who don't put uh, restraints on our ability to dream and our ability to say, how high can we shoot with what our, you know, we, we can make it far beyond the moon, you know what I mean? And I believe we can achieve anything in life. And that's just what I wanted to say. Um, so I, I feel really strong that we do, we should not put Joe Biden in the White House because we'll all be locked down under a guardianship similar to what I was locked down under for 15 years if we put that man in the White House. It'll That's be more than that. Okay. Who wants well, to I, I can't imagine Joe Biden, what it would be like if he was president because, I mean, uh, the Democrats want to take over our lives as it is right now. And you mm -hmm. can clearly see that right now. And... Yeah. Uh, uh, Donald Trump built a great economy before COVID-19. Imagine what it's going to be like after COVID-19. Mm -hmm. I, I can trust you, trust me right now. When this is over with, we are going to boom overnight because mm -hmm. people are ready to spend. People are ready to travel. People are ready now. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm going to Minneapolis in a couple of weeks. I'm not slowing down. You. I'm, I'm going on with my life because mm -hmm. COVID-19 doesn't scare me at all. Good for you, Tim. I am too. I've been to Vegas a couple of times over the last few months. I'm going to Vegas here a couple of weeks again. Um, and the, the only reason I haven't been any further is because I haven't had any call to go anywhere. I love to travel, and the virus certainly isn't going to stop me from traveling. Can I speak? Um, can I go, um, Becca? Sure, Leon. First of all, Tim, God bless you in Minneapolis, man, because we know what's going on up there now. He's in Atlanta. Leon. No, yeah, no, I'm going to Minneapolis in a couple, oh. in a couple of weeks. I'll be oh. visiting there. Yeah, God bless you, man, because, oh, man, I couldn't imagine. But <laughs> <laughs> like you were saying, Becky and, and Tim, thank God we live in red states. Our economy never really shut down back in March. It did, but it fully opened back up in May. And look mm -hmm. how our economy has been doing here in Texas and Arizona, and I think in Georgia too, hunt. Am I right, Tim? Georgia has spiked, but now we're coming down again. Mm -hmm. And Georgia has only lost $212 million because of our, of our great governor here. Our budget shortfall is only $212 million. And they were talking about billions. But we have a great governor here who gets made fun of by the media because he has a Georgia accent. They think he's stupid because he has an accent. And that's racist on the media. Talk about CNN and all them right there. You had, a, you had a communist news network. Oh, Tim, would you like to tell us more about your governor? What's his name? What other great things has he done? Well, he's, um, he, he only, he's doing exactly what uh, Donald Trump is doing. He doesn't mandate masks, but he's telling everybody, when you're in a crowded area, wear a mask. Be responsible. And, you know, uh, keep your hands clean. It's basically the same thing Donald Trump's saying. And uh, he has gotten a fight with the mayor down in Atlanta who is a leftist, because she tried to tell everybody a mandate, and she tried to shut Atlanta down again about a month ago, and he put a stop to that because he says, I'm the governor, you're not. I'm in control. 
and you're not shutting down Atlanta's con- economy to try to worsen this just like all the other states are doing right now. Mm-hmm. It's being done on purpose to hurt Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, and to hurt the American people in the process. Well, on my behalf, you know, to, to add to that, Tim, our, our leftist mayor here in, in Houston and um, our county commissioner are both leftists, and they've, they've tried to give us $2,500 fines for not wearing a mask in the public. Thank God we had a judge to, um, to step in and stop it. You know, hell, look at all the um, criminals that they, that they let loose and committed more heinous crimes because of a virus. You know, we was already um, on nervous about, you know, about, about these kids being free to walk to roam around. Now we got to worry about these criminals. They, they got let loose and committed heinous crimes out here since they've done it. You know, and not to mention what's going on in other cities, but here, like I say, we almost got robbed last week. Okay? Thank God for the Second Amendment. You know, you got that right, if, I ever, if I ever catch that little punk, he, he's mine. I, I want him to come back. I really do. But Joe but Biden's already said, that. Joe Biden's already stated if he's elected, he's going to take away that gun you got. I know. He can take it from my cold dad hands, though. But, but anyway, yeah, um, and, and to, to what you said, Buck, about about the lockdown, I mean, I was so bored, I couldn't, you know, I just couldn't imagine being on another lockdown. That is tyranny. You can't tell people to be locked in. This is not <laughs> 1934 Germany. What, what gets me is Donald Trump shut down the economy for six weeks, and the Democrats complained and complained that he didn't do it. Then he does it, then everybody loses a job, and now they're complaining about all the job loss. So it's a hell if you do and hell if you don't. And Donald Trump is getting screwed right now by the Democrats. Yeah. Oh, you know what? God bless our president, Donald Trump. You know, he has so much money, he didn't even need this job. The only reason he took this job is because he loves America, and he loves the American people, and he wants to save us and save Mm -hmm. our economy and save the future of our children and the heritage of our children. Um, That's what Donald Trump is doing. What what did you say, Leon? Was Kim here? I am. I was going to say Donald Trump has never taken a paycheck either. He donates his money to the uh, where the money is rebuilding uh, tombstones and soldiers who have fallen in in other wars. He's revitalizing those. And it's never told out there by the media what he does with his money because it's a good thing and nothing about good uh, Donald Trump that's good is reported. It's because the media doesn't want him to be good. Yeah, it's my understanding also that he's also donated his entire salary, I don't know if it was his first year or his first entire term or what, to the, what was it, the VA. And the VA, yeah. you know, God bless our veterans, you know. Um, I love our vets. And I love the fact that we have another Republican president in the White House who will take care of our vets like George W. Bush did, you know? Mm-hmm. And Donald Trump was elected because he's not the status quo politician. Mm-hmm. He says it like it is. But that's the why he's, that's why he's hated anybody, so much. Yes. And look what he did last week with the peace deal between Israel and um and the United Arab Emirates. But he'll never get a Nobel Peace Prize for it, though. 
Would you like to, could you clarify what he did last week for our viewers who may not know Leo? Um, he, he brokered a peace deal between Israel and the United Arab Emirates, which is basically Dubai. Oh, what's the other, what's the other um, country out there? I can't really remember, but Dubai is the biggest one, I think. Iran and, um, or Iraq, maybe? No, 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 not Iraq. This is, um, I, can, I cannot think Iran. of the other. Iran. No, 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 not with Iran. I forgot this. Um, it's an, it's another fix. Israel and um, you gotta look up all the all the countries in the United Arab Emirates. It's more yeah. like a vacation spot, more than a well, well, I would say it's more of a vacation spot for us. But they've been fighting for for decades, you know. But he brokered a peace deal between them, and now it's you know we have CNN and ABC talking about oh they're gonna go to war with Palestine because of this. Who cares what Palestine says? Okay. Mm-hmm. This man would never get a Nobel Peace Prize for 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 brokering peace, okay? Some and some politicians got a got a Nobel Peace Prize for just for before they even got in the office, just for being mm-hmm. a person of color. So I'm, that's all I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna get you demonetized. Mm-mm. No, I'm not even monetized, so they can't demonetize oh. me. <laughs> Thank you, Leon. <laughs> um, so. Um, guys, so does anybody have anything good to say about Joe Biden? Nope. I, I think he it, has dementia. Yeah, you I know, don't. I'm worried about his, the care he's receiving. Who's watching out for his welfare? Nobody. Well, his handlers. But do his handlers really have his best? No. Nope. You know, his best, you know, um. Heck, 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 he's been in his basement th- this entire time. He hasn't been shot. And he's going to remain no. in his basement. He's staying I spent there. years in a basement myself, you guys. I kind of know what Joe Biden's going through. Well, you're different. You, you can move outside. He hasn't been outside. No one's seen oh, him. Oh, I know. I'm talking about years ago when I was locked down in Montana, d- dudes. You you guys should read my first book. I cannot I cannot wait to the debates. I cannot wait. It's going to be a, it's gonna be a, a slaughter. When is the and first Becca, you In September. The first debate's in, in September. Okay. Supposedly, Becca, the might postpone it. What did you say, mate? Or what did you say, Kayla? Or Kim? You, you were able to form your own opinion. Um, Joe Biden is plagiarizing still to this day. Mm-hmm. One else's opinion. He, he's, he's stealing. His entire career. He's stealing Donald Trump's ideas right now about COVID, how to... Uh, fix COVID-19. Everything that he, the other day he suggested, it's already been done by Donald J. Trump. Trump's already done <laughs> did it all. Which and is pretty about, funny since the Democrats have been slamming what President Trump has been doing. And what about, and what about Richard Spencer um, sponsoring um, Joe Biden? Who? The head white supremacist, Richard Spencer. Oh, yeah. I he, saw he, something like that. He, he's, on, he's on Joe Biden's side. So what does that tell you? Mm-hmm. Well, but I remember, just had a long time but remember 2016, they, they were on, on Trump because Richard Spencer likes Trump. And and Donald Trump denounced Richard Spencer and David Duke. Hell, he, he denounced David Duke 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. But you never you, you never notice it, though. And Richard Spencer is the one that organized Charlottesville in 2017 where that young lady got killed. But so guys, they never mention it now. Guys, listen, I'm so sure President Trump is going to win. But you know what I'm hearing? I'm hearing that civil war is going to break out here. President it's Trump. already been started. It's, yeah. It's so, guys, on. we got to think about how we're going to protect ourselves. Leon, 
I love you and your guns, Leon. I love what you've been showing Hell, on the videos the last few weeks. Look what's going on in Wisconsin the last three nights. Last night, the citizens fought back. They started killing them. Thank God for that. Stand up, fight. I don't care what you help. Mm -hmm. Like I told you, if you can't get a, a gun, go get a paintball gun and load it with and load it with pepper balls. It'll burn their eyes. Trust me on that. Yeah. It's time for the silent majority to rise up and take over our country back. Yeah. I'm sick of these little Antifa punks, and they're already here in Austin, uh, less than 200 miles from me. And Joetta, they right next door to Joetta. I feel for her. Mm -hmm. But. That's what I'm trying to tell you, Joetta. If you need help, let me know. I'll come up there. Okay. Please let me come up there. I'm ready to, I'm ready to well, test they, something they, out. They started, riding, they started rioting Atlanta last night again. So hopefully yeah. our governor shuts that down with the National Guard like he did before. Yeah. Tim, go get you a gun, man. I know, I know Georgia's oh, I, I've my got, last I've few. Got, I've got two guns in the house. Thank God for you, man. God bless you, man. Hot damn. We got one on board. Let's do it some more. Kim, how about yourself? You need help getting a gun? No, I don't need help. Uh, <laughs> I am so glad that we still have the right to bear arms here in America, at least right now. Um, mm -hmm. well, Joe, did it? I'm here. What's wrong? I'm just oh. listening. Oh, I thought you want, don't you want to speak? Come on. Oh, I thought something was wrong, Joette. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> See, when debates go on like this, I love to sit back and watch it fly. And then when it gets quiet, like right now. <laughs> and then she's on a roll. <laughs> you got it. You got it. You got it. You guys, anybody... I love our president. I love talking about it. We can talk about this the whole show, or if somebody else wants a different topic, go ahead and introduce it. Did anybody no, watch the uh, the Repu Republican convention last night? I was going to ask that. I'm sorry. I actually really enjoyed listening to our first lady. Yes. She was awesome, and and it was very. <laughs> I cried when I watched those new citizens of the United States get sworn in last night. It was amazing because they did it the legal way, not the illegal way. I have, I have many um, immigrants in my family that um, from many different parts of the world and they've always done it the legal way. Good for them, Kim. Mm -hmm. it's, I, yeah, that, I thought it was all amazing. And that gentleman that got pardoned last night from being a rock, he was a robber and he started, he got saved by Jesus Christ and changed his mm -hmm. life. And now he goes to prisons and he helps uh, the criminals in there work their way back into society. And he was pardoned last night by Donald Trump. And it was just amazing to watch that. Oh, that was neat too, yes. Mm-hmm. And you know, you have the left getting on Melania trouble on Melania because she planted some, some, some trees in a, in a, in a, in a rose garden. I'm like, really, are you going to know about that? You want to know why they got mad about that? It's because she took out the crab trees that Mrs. Kennedy planted decades ago. And those, yeah. those crab mm -hmm. trees were removed and put somewhere else to be planted somewhere else. And they were pissed. Oh, I'm sorry. See, they were mad because they, she took out history. But you know what? They don't care about our history in America. But when it comes to the White House, don't you dare change the history at the White House. And they, mm -hmm. they, they've been slamming her for a week about this. Yeah. Well, I wish I could have seen 
that Melania speaking from the Rose Garden. It must have been so beautiful. Oh, she was beautiful. The dress she had on and the oh, lighting behind her, it was very nice. Kim, I'm glad you can still see enough to see that well. And well, I, just, like I listened to it I, I, later, so it was really nice. She is a great first lady, and she's very respectful, and you can tell she really cares about our children in this country, and she is fighting for our kids. Mm -hmm. And, you know, their son, what's his name? Uh, the, their teenage son, I think they said he's 14. Uh, oh, I, I just slipped my mind what his name um, is. I was starts thinking with of the, Byron. Starts with Brian. It's, it's Byron. Byron. Byron, yes. Byron Trump. No, it's not. It's Baron. 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 Thank you. <laughs> I knew it was something close. But, Start with a B. Okay. That's all I know. Yeah. And, um, and look what happened to Herschel Walker when he, after he spoke. The next day they got on him too. Talk about don't speak about racism. I'm like, this man was born in the deep south. Okay. He knows a and, and him and Trump been friends for, for 37 years. Hell, him and Trump, went, they went to Disneyland together. Well, they've had, they had uh, Vernon Jones, who is a, uh, he's a DeKalb County. He just like, he's like 60 miles from me. He, he's a Democrat. He was speaking at the convention. And he was telling them that the Democrat Party doesn't like it when an African-American thinks on their own. And they hate that because they want you, like Joe Biden said, if you don't vote for him, you ain't black. That is the one of the racist things I've heard this year out of a man's mouth. And Donald <laughs> Trump has done more for the black community in this country in the past three years than it was done in the past 50 years. Yep. I keep talking about the opportunity zones he's created and about the, um, the, the billions colleges. of dollars he's gave the black colleges. schools. You know, Obama wouldn't even wouldn't even look at it, and he he supplied funds for those black colleges for the next ten years, guaranteed. And how many great people are we going to get out of these black colleges and oh. and great minds? Because Donald Trump cares about the black community, but he you may not agree with everything he says. That does not make him a racist. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, that's what I want to speak about next is is the council culture. I'm I'm sick of it. You know, they already took my Washington Redskins logo away, even though I wasn't a fan of the Redskins, but still, it was football history. They took mm -hmm. away my Aunt Jemima, which was stupid. They took away Uncle Ben's. They took away the Delanda Lakes um, person on the, on the box. Now they're trying to get rid of um, Eskimo Pies, which is stupid. N I don't know why. They, now they're trying to get rid of Mrs. Buttersworth. Because my God. indoctrination, Leon. Well, what is, I know, but what is it? Stop. Yeah, it's not it going stop? to until, yeah, it's not going to. Well, you guys, it's not only that. Right, it's in the name of the right thing, according to them. And what they're doing is they're erasing our history. They're erasing their history. And they have no idea that that's what they're doing. They think they're doing the right thing. No, and they don't. Mm -hmm. Listen, yeah. not only are they taking stuff away, but they're also changing stuff. They're changing it. They're molding yes. it to their own perspective. And it's they're, they're and, calling and, they're calling they're calling darkness light. They're calling good evil. And now they're, they're calling, burning books now too. And it's been going on for a long time. They're burning Bibles now too. They're burning Bibles and, they're, and they're getting away with it. Mm -hmm. That's yep. because the silent majority is not rising up and they say we've had enough of this crap. You need to stop. That's what I, that's like, I, I keep saying the senior citizens, 
the disabled people are people that have been quiet need to start talking. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Um, and, and remember last time we did a video, Becca, you were saying go go out there and interview. Yeah. I'm kind of with Joelle and Kim on that. That's kind of dangerous. <laughs> yeah, because well, everyone's I opinion mean, is so different. I don't so mean different. right now during these circumstances, but like I don't know if you guys watched my Facebook live videos that I used to do before I ever met Brandon and opened my YouTube channel. Like I used to go to NFB conventions and I would go to the exhibit hall with my iPhone and I would interview the exhibitors live on my Facebook channel about their products, you know? I remember that, Rebecca. Yeah, and so, and like that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like, if you're in a oh, okay. safe situation like that, okay, you, as blind people, we have these amazing abilities just with our technology, you know. And and but as far as what's going on right now, if you, I'm not saying to go out and report on dangerous stuff in your neighborhood, but like, let's say you wake up because you hear sirens in your neighborhood, and and you hear through the grapevine or you see on the news that it was because your neighbor three blocks over was robbed or their house caught fire or and they lost everything. I mean, let's talk about these things so we can pray for these people, you know? I'm not saying we, we start a prayer chain, but at least if we talk about these people who are hurting in America, other people who do care can hold them up in prayer. And I don't know, maybe if they live near them to help them out, you know? And what I did the other day, I started a neighborhood, somewhat of a neighborhood watch because a lot of my neighbors didn't know what was going on in other cities. I was mm-hmm. flabbergasted. I had to show them, I'm like, what what can we do? So I've been formulating a plan. What can what can we do? Mm-hmm. Because I'll be damned, excuse my French, if these little idiots come in this neighborhood and tear it down. I well, I would die on this hill. Out here in the suburbs of Atlanta, we've got, got guns. Huh? Out here in Atlanta, the suburbs, we all got guns and We'll we'll send them with the eternal dirt nap if we got to. Yep, give them some freedom seeds. They're not going. They're not going to burn our houses down out here. People have worked too with, hard Wisconsin, to get what they got. You've got that right. Um, I, Joe, I, I, I've sent you that video of those idiots in Seattle mm-hmm. telling people to telling people to tell me give up your home, give up, open up your. I'll be damned. Well, if everybody remembers Cuba, when Cuba, Fidel Castro took over the country, he took away everybody's property. He took away their homes. He took away their health care. He took away everything and put them on the system. And how he funded that is he took everything away, just like the Democrats want to do right now with us. And they've been trying in Congress for a long time now. Mm -hmm. And when socialism gets here, the disabled will be the first ones to be hurt by it because when the run, money runs out, guess who's going to pay for it? Us. We're no. going to be the first we ones. We will hurt. all pay for it. But it'll trickle up. It'll trickle its way but it'll, up. Be, it'll be all America, though. It'll kill all America. And those little idiots that's rioting right now, they, they, they don't realize when socialism gets here, they will be one of the first to go because they're so weak minded. They don't, they don't understand that communism has never worked anywhere. No. I just don't understand, but and on another note, my next topic, if, if y'all done with this one, oh man, about these kids in school on, on virtual online classes, these uh-huh. teachers don't want to, they don't want the parents in there with them. Uh-huh. Um, I, I think I said the video with, with, with you, with you Joetta? Uh-uh. I got to send it to you. Um, well, what happened in Tennessee the, um, last week, um, the parents, they had to sign a waiver saying that they won't be in a virtual classroom with their students. 
I mean, not, you know, with their children, which is, I don't understand why. Because like they said, they don't want them, they don't want the parents knowing what they're teaching their kids. This, this, and, this came, them, and this came out of a teacher's mouth. They're teaching them propaganda. Mm-hmm. They're trying to so teach them that 1612, that yeah. new stuff now. It's called 1612, I think. Mm-hmm. And it changes, there's, it changes the history of America. It tells them yeah. America was based on wrong stuff. And, Look and how they if, tried to change. They, they tried to change, um, you know, Columbus Day. They've tried to change um, all these important uh, Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. um, Halloween. I mean, there's, it's not, it's tradition. It's not necessarily um, because we need the facts or because we need um, their opinion. Um, they just don't like it the way it is. And it's offended somebody. And because it's offended somebody, Everybody has to be offended, and that's the need, okay. The needs of the few outweigh the needs of the many, and that's what's mm-hmm. crazy. And it's like, why can't our country have traditions too? We are a diverse cultural country, um, founded by many. Um, Hell, built by many. Mm-hmm. Constitution and people. You remember that, that there's a reason that we work. Capitalism in this country has worked. But the thing is, you know, those same kids that are running around talking about capitalism is bad, but you're running around with $300 shoes on and $400 jeans. A $1,000 iPhone. Yes, and a $2,000 computer. (laughs) Yeah, and they need it. Mm Mm-hmm. And and what about that Starbucks? They love their Starbucks. I mean, without that, they would die. Yeah, the $8 cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but 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 to them capitalism is bad. Like you, don't you see the hypocrisy? There is a huge. <laughs> yes. I mean, well, I just yeah, don't I understand. And once go ahead, you go to a socialist government completely and our rights are taken away for um a marketed insurance. We can't choose which insurance we have. It'll be issued to us by the government and it'll be the bare minimum. Um, doctor's offices will go under. So you'll see a doctor that the government chooses for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not, it's, your rights are taken away on many, many levels. Your income will go mainly to the government and not in your pocket. They think it mainly goes to the government now, and that's not the case. We live in a very free country. People need to examine why it's free. And why everybody has has a fair shot. Yes. But they don't understand that. They think- And why so many people from other countries wanna come here the, the legal way. You know, the people who aren't making big things happen in their life who, or who aren't make, being able to do anything, a lot of those people are people who are just sitting around complaining. They have poor me attitudes or they're too lazy to go do anything. Because they want everything handed to them. Because they've been told a lie all their life. Mm-hmm. I, can go, I can go to school, I mean, go to college and get this, this 
this gender studies degree and I'm supposed to get a hundred thousand dollar a year job. No, it doesn't work like it that. It doesn't work that way. America needs skilled labor. <laughs> that <laughs> that's what everything. we need. Anything that you study or learn to do, you have to work for. There's going to be tears and sweat and labor behind anything you do. And if you're not willing to do that, then why bother? You might as well go on a government program. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they want everybody, they want the, the, the average taxpayer to pay for their, their college debt. No, I'm not paying for nobody's debt. I'm sorry. I, can't, I can barely get mine. I'm fair. Yeah. You know, that's just sad. You know, I've, I've accepted my debt and I've been taking, I've taken responsibility to paying it off. Yes. Because it was for the betterment of your future. Mm -hmm. The country's your future. And, and the country benefits in the end because now you're, you know, part of it. Well, and it's trickled down and everybody benefits in the end. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. That's the great thing about how capitalism works and how our exactly. economy works and how our, our, how our government is supposed to work. We all contribute to society. Yep. We're supposed to, but these kids don't know that. Because, exactly. you know, uh, like when that idiot got killed in Austin a, a, a month ago, BLM literally took busloads up there to Austin, and now they're, they're rioting too in my own backyard. Never thought I'd see today. Well, that's okay. I, I was in Atlanta about a month ago and I told Rebecca about this. My, my guide dog is black. I have a black lab and I was approached by two black men and they took offense that my dog was black. And they said, basically I was already had another black person in chains working for really? me and I, my mouth oh my God. you got to be kidding that's no. awful and i told them i'm a legally blind person and she is love my love my dog i would never yes. give my dog up but they took offense that my dog was black and i was already had my dog in chains again like a typical white person wow so now i'm scared death because i have a black dog now i could get shot oh tim that's sad Yes. I mean, that's how, that's how deranged the liberal left is. Oh, my God. We're, yeah, you wouldn't believe the crazy stuff. Well, I'm, we all know the stuff that's been going on. That's just Tim, you do me a favor after this show. You yeah. text me your number, man. We, get, we got to talk. I can text you both. Your, I have both of your guys' contact info. I'll make sure and send it to you. Okay. okay. Because, Tim, do you have your concealed carry license? Uh, here in Georgia, we, we don't have that. We have a you're allowed to put it on your gun. Your gun on the uh, doesn't can't carry it. There are a lot of open carry. Open, open carry, carry only, enjoyment. not concealed. Okay. Really? Yeah, you can have wow. it on your you can have it on your driver's side passenger seat. And if a police officer ask comes up to you and like you're supposed to, like every American should, you tell them I have a gun in the car and yes. you let them know where it is because yeah. you're a responsible citizen and not a crazed idiot. And yes. you keep your hands in sight. Keep and you your hands on the steering wheel or on the dashboard like a normal person. Cooperate. And guess what? You'll survive that incident with the police officer. Because guess what? He's got to go home to his wife and kids later on that day. Well, yeah. hell, when I, when I used to get see and drive, hell, I used to get pulled over all the time. You see, nothing happened to me. You know, you know why? Because I shut up and did everything they said. Because you're you know, an intelligent I went home man. At the end of the day. You're an mm -hmm. intelligent man. 
You know, I was never afraid of the police growing up. Hell, sometimes when I go smoke my cigar outside, he'd be a constable parked in front of the driver under the shade tree. If I know either, I wave at him. And then I go commence to smoking my cigar. You know, I had my idiotic cousin a couple months ago. He didn't want to come into the drive through. I'm mean, not drive in the, in the driveway. You know why? Because the constable was outside. I'm like, he's dude. What? Like, what's wrong with you, man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, the, he would just, you know, um, under our shade tree, he would just, you know, catch a little break, and he and he just drove on by. My cousin did. Tell my, I saw that constable outside. I didn't want to stop. I'm like, dude, if you're not doing anything, he's not going to stop you, you idiot. I don't know, man. It's just. That's, 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 that's a guilty conscience. That's a guilty conscience. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But Tim, man, I'm I'm sorry that happened. That happened to you, well, man. Well, you know, I, I, at the at that that moment, I was a little nervous because these were guys like six foot four and and they were buffed. And I thought, oh Lord, it's going to happen to me. I'm going to be on the news tonight. But oh, thank God, I got I got. You know, there's an old saying. You know, there's an old saying. The bigger they are, the harder they what? They fall. But I thank said, you. Since, since you can't um, carry a gun outside, um, Tim, right now, I, I know some things that you can get. Mm-hmm. That you can carry in you legal. They can't say nothing about it. Okay, Leon, I'll I'll make sure and send you Tim's number then. Mm-hmm. Then you can give but, him a call. But you know, like I was saying earlier in this podcast, um, look at Wisconsin. The residents are finally fighting back. You know, my God, I'm 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 glad to see that patriots are finally standing up. They're finally standing up, and it's only going to spread. You know, like I went to the to the gun range yesterday and bought some more ammo, and I talked to the manager. I'm like, he told me, so you're getting ready for the for the insurrection. And my dad, God bless him, he doesn't believe in it. Even though I showed him all the videos, of what's going on, he still don't want to believe it. I told him, Dad, why do you think I've been getting all this ammo the last few months? I'm I'm locked and ready to go, okay. In case they come here, because I I even put a shotgun I, I I put a shotgun in the back of his truck. He don't think he he's gonna need it. Oh yes, you will, because mm. after November November fourth, it's going to be heck to pay. Watch and see. It's gonna be so many riots and insurrection going around. My God, we're not gonna recognize America for a while. Well, that's why we need Donald Trump in there, because he will fix it somehow. He'll get the military involved and clean it up, and then he'll walk away with the military, and we all go back to normal again one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, the media will skew it so it seems horrible. You just need to turn off that media. Yeah. Guys, Leon, I wanted yes, to ma'am? point out to you, be careful about putting a gun in your dad's truck. A- a close family member of mine had his safe stolen out of his van over yeah. the quarantine, and he lost a lot of valuable stuff. What the thing? See, looking at vehicles and stealing stuff. Well, when my you dad's F one fifty, well, that's why I like F one fifties under the um, back seat. It's a little. A lot of the idiots don't know about that. It's a um, like a little hidden compartment. That's what I like about them, and that's why I told my dad for every new vehicle he gets, I always um. Forget that factory alarm and get a um, you know, what they call those things, a viper alarm put on that thing. And I'm, and I made him get low jack put in his truck, even though I got in trouble with low jack on my first car I bought I bought from the dealership. <laughs> yeah, the cops came and stopped me because they thought my car was stolen. The low jack battery was low. 
<laughs> my key fob. So no problems. As you see, as you can see, I'm still here. They just got me on my car and got me information. And I was, I was on my way within five minutes. So, okay. you know, didn't act a fool with them. Still here. But, you know, like I was saying, um, I understand what you're saying, Becca, but... <laughs> Sorry, guys, my dogs are barking. I thought they were asking a question. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, my, my dog is outside. I got to go get her after this. Has, has anybody ever called into a call-in show last Tuesday? I was on the Rush Limbaugh show. Really? Oh, that's I was the first caller on, on the... Uh, on the 18th, I was. We were talking about Michelle Obama's uh, speech she did last week, yeah. and uh, I told him what I my take of it was that she was basically threatening America that if you don't think if Joe Biden's not elected, the country's going to get worse. Depend on it. And it's like saying, hey, if you don't do it our way, we're going to make your life a living hell. Because I believe the Antifa and Black Lives Matter is nothing but. If everybody's seen the Batman, the old Batman movie, where he had all those criminals that worked for him, that's basically what Antifa and Black Lives Matter is to the Democratic Party. They're the thugs. And if they control them. They do exactly what they want. And I think they are going to make our life a living hell if Donald Trump's elected. So I'm still voting for Donald J. Trump. Basically, basically they're the new form of the KKK. Yes, that's what it is. Who was started by the Democratic Party, by the way? Mm -hmm. Um, Tim, have you seen that that film, Uncle Tom? Yeah, I watched it a couple of weeks ago on your link you guys did on this show. Yes, nice. Well, I like I've it. been trying to get yeah. other people to watch it. They don't want to watch it. They don't want the truth. But they don't okay. want the truth because the truth will set you free, my friend. Amen, brother. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> everybody needs to open up their eyes and see how you know freedom is precious but it can be taken away in an instant mm -hmm. and everybody needs to hold on to freedom with their hands and hang on tight because it can mm -hmm. be taken away so fast and once you lose it you ain't getting it back well that's what i want to speak on too about these black athletes like 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 LaFar James. Oh my gosh. How can you tell oh, me Jesus. that black folk are getting hunted down by white folks when again he's a multi don't you think that, that he'll be one of the first to go? You well, know, LeBron, they get all these idiots hyped up and and, and go out there and, and do stupid crap while you sitting in your ivory tower sipping champagne from a gold a gold plated chalice. You know, let's say look at that fool. You know, how can it be so racist when we have more, we have so many black millionaires now in this country than ever before? Well, it's just but like it's Tim racist, Scott. Though. It's like Tim Scott said the other night to Senator. He goes, "In a generation, my grandfather was picking cotton, had a third day, third grade, you know, education, and within one generation, I am a senator, and only in America that can that happen. If you mm -hmm. got the will." And the hard work you want to put into it, you can be anything you want. Don't let yeah. anybody else drag you down. You have got your life. You need to determine what your life's going to be. Don't let nobody else dictate it. That's exactly right, Tim. And you know what? As blind people, yeah. a lot of times in life, we're told you can't accomplish that. You know what I mean? So to me, our, 
our message is very similar. And to me, that's what I think that's why I'm so passionate about my channel, because I want to share this news with the world. You know what I mean? Not just on a political level about what's going on with our country, but on a personal level. It's so true. Like I was saying at the start of the show, when I freed myself from that liberal guardianship, that liberal lockdown that I was locked down under, I became so productive and so, you know, so just unstoppable. And, well, and I just don't want to, that, to see that happen to the whole damn country. What happened I, to 1997? I went for, I, I took an Uber and, uh, well, it was a ride choice Uber. Um, but I went about 50 miles from my house um, the other day and I was because I had an appointment and I was by myself and um, I was early and I had not been to this area in a while and I was actually surprised that there was so many people out because from the media and from family members and friends, you would think that there was nobody outside, that everybody was just hunkered down in their homes and in hiding. And I was surprised that civilization is still happening. Sorry. Life goes I, on the front door or not. It will pass yeah. you by if you don't go out that front door. Exactly. I was walking around and I actually filmed myself a little bit. I was like, this feels like freedom. Yeah. Speaking this of Uber and speaking of Uber like and Lyft, they're gone from Just California. Walking. Really? Right. Yeah. What did you say, Leon? I was like, speaking of Uber and Lyft, they've left California as of last Thursday. Oh, I heard that. Yeah. Why did they leave? Because of because the virus? Can't go nowhere. Last year, that that idiotic um, Nancy Pelosi's nephew, the governor of um, California, Gavin Newsom, he signed a, uh, he signed that every worker has to be a full uh, basically a full time employee. So there's no Uber and Lyft. They're contractors. You work when you want to work. Mm. And so Uber and Lyft will have to pay out full time benefits. Mm. And said, no, we can't afford that. So they up and left. Wow. Yeah, they they, just, they they they've just put out. They just put out 250,000 employees uh, don't have a job now because of that. Well, yeah, 250,000. Think about the blind people in California who were using Uber and Lyft to get around. Mm-hmm. When Uber and Lyft came about, it revolutionized my life as it yes. did millions of blind people's lives. I feel so bad for my, my blind peers in California knowing that they no longer have Uber and Lyft at their disposal. Oh, well, there's more than that too. That's gone. Like hairdressers that are con- that are independent, they're gone. They they quit. Mm-hmm. They can't. They can't survive. Mm-hmm. My well, God, the taxes are, are going to kill them. California is the first socialist state there is, and they they're the first ones that's done the Great Green Deal. And mm-hmm. you know, well, they've had brownouts the past two weeks because of the heat so bad. Because and a, and they don't, they don't allow gas, natural gas, the <laughs> cleanest fossil fuel there is. They won't allow them to use fossil fuel to power nine gigawatts, and they can't get enough power, and they're so they're not the power off in in blocks. And, so and that's, that's why those wildfires are so bad out there right now. Because yep. that that communist company, Pacific Gas and Electric, you know they that grids are so faulty. Man, my oh. God. 
So California is the perfect example of why socialism doesn't work. It's pretty communist in California. Yeah. You know, I, I got on my state. cousin. My, I got on a cousin that stays out there. When he came to Houston to visit last year, he was talking about how bad Trump is, and Trump is the grand wizard of the KKK. Oh I'm like, you're God. an idiot. Because huh? here it is, here it is, you own a laundromat, and look how much you pay in taxes. Hell, look look how much it costs him to register two vehicles in California. Fifteen hundred bucks mm. a year. And you wanna talk about and you wanna talk about Trump. I'm like, it cost me seventy five bucks when I could drive to register my vehicle. Speaking of taxes, has anyone looked closely at what Joe Biden is proposing to do to Social Security? No, I didn't get that one. You, Kim, do you want to tell I, us? I, I, can, I can put it in two short words. He's going to F it up. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> you know, Social Security has been effed up a lot over the years. Um, but I will say that it was actually getting somewhat better under Trump and people, the media was not playing it that way. And um, now it's going, now they're playing it up that it's going to disappear and it's not protected anymore. And that's just not true. Well, Kim, I hate to dissuade you on this one, but this was before Trump ever went to office. And I was still yeah. in Oklahoma at the time. Mm -hmm. We had a, um, a town hall meeting and two of the legislatures in Oklahoma um, uh, members came in that, are, that were in Washington. They came to Oklahoma because they're representatives from Oklahoma. Yeah. And they talked to us then. And they told us at that point, and we're talking uh, 2010 at the time. Yeah, they they're talking that that Social Security is supposed to run out of money by 2023. Yeah, um, um Clinton actually going back to his administration. He ended um, a big uh, bill that actually was helping Social Security and protecting yeah. it. And people don't seem to realize that. I actually made a list the other day of all the presidents during my lifetime. And the things that they have accomplished or done, good mm -hmm. or bad, um, for our country. Yeah. Would you like to share that, Kim? That people yeah, do that. Look. Can you um, read it real quick? How long is your list? It's pretty long, but um, I will say that after I went back and and stated that which party the presidents belong to and how many terms they serve, it didn't favor well for the Democratic president. And um, oddly enough, it's always the Democratic presidents that are popular with the people because the media plays them up like rock stars. Yeah, especially what Obama did with the EPA. I hate what he did. He, 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 he screwed over the last smelting plant, put all those people out of jobs. That's why, why do we send all our, all our stuff to, um, to China so they can melt it down and, and, and then they send it back to us? So we could use it. That's just that's crazy. That's because it was pocketing Joe Biden and his mm -hmm. son. <laughs> you know, that's why there's a shortage on ammo now because of because of our smell twenty plant. We, we got to get lead from China, basically. Which is I don't understand that. 
you know, but these but these corrupt Democratic politicians like Nancy Pelosi, who's worth over almost three hundred million, you figure that. You know, this quick this quick here we got Sheila Jackson Leach, who's in my district for thirty years. I don't know why these idiots keep putting her in office over here. My God. But <laughs> this is why I cannot stand this is why I'm in favor of, of limiting terms. This is why I like that new that new lady in, in Baltimore who's one of Oh, Congress. she's awesome. I mm-hmm. hope she gets elected. She is a pistol. She is a and great she spoke person. The day at, at, at the what is team. her name, guys? It's Kim Clancy. Yeah, Kim Clancy. She's Kim awesome. She's a former beauty queen from, from at, at Baltimore. She's got a great ad on YouTube. If you watch it, go uh, put it, the ad up on YouTube. It's a great ad. It's it shows you what Baltimore's been in control by the Democrats over forty plus years, and it's mm-hmm. done nothing to help the inner city. It's gotten worse. There's can, places. Can you spell her name? For Kim. Our Kim. Hold on. Let me. K I M space. I think it's K or C. L. Yeah. K L. A S I C something like that. Yeah, it's a great video. Yeah, she because in the video she's walking around showing how decrepit Baltimore is. And, and, and this game, and it's gained popularity since last. month. it's all got over ten million views, I think. Yeah, it, it, she. I hope to God that she's elected and take that come Elijah Cummings uh, seat away from the Democrats mm-hmm. would be great. Well, and change needs to happen. Uh, if, if, if the African-American would open their mind and see that the Democratic Party keeps them on the plantation in their mind and realize they're being used every four years, just like Joe Biden said, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. If they would wake up, we could take back America. Well, you, you know gotta what, get back. Worst. You know what, guys? I totally agree with you guys, but it's not just the African-Americans. A lot of people are actually in bondage because of what they've got going on up here. That yeah. is thoughts it, that can the change our edu- It's public education. Mm. Yes. It's yeah. that indoctrination. <clears throat> That's why they fight so hard to keep all these kids in, in these broken schools because they can control their mind. Oh, it has nothing to do, um, do with the subject. You, you're going off subject about that. What is, what does learning socialism have to do with um, math? It doesn't. Math is math is it is linear. You know, it's 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 just straight fact. You can't get there's no if and a but. It's right there, just like science. There's no if and a buts about it. It's right there. But why are you trying to teach kids about um, gender in science class? No. Well, you. I I don't want to do it. I don't want to go there. I really don't. But I'm, I'm gonna have no choice. We all know in science class there's only two genders, but they're trying to teach there's a thousand genders. How in the God's green earth? How? You know, I've read a report that in Southern California, only there are 32 percent of children that they don't know if they're a boy or a girl. Come on now. You got these these kids being born to these parents. Well, I want my I want my child to decide what gender they are. Well, on God's green earth. Well, isn't there a lawsuit in 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 Texas where a woman is trying he to lost. choose for her? He, the, the dad lost. He just dad lost. lost. The ago. mother wants her son to be a girl, and the boy wants to, to be it. a boy. 
and he defined, he said he wants to be a boy, but his mother is genetically by pills is castrating him and going to give him a gender body change in, in, in Texas. Him, I did a video about that. You should go back early in my, it's on my YouTube channel. That was a disgusting yeah. case. That poor little boy. The dad yeah. just lost the case. Dad just lost, lost the case. case. The chemical castration of that little, what, seven or eight-year-old boy mm -hmm. makes me so angry as a mother. No wonder these kids are so confused. Mm -hmm. And now they're teaching this stuff to kids in school about yeah. LGBT history and all of that. Hell, look in Chicago. They want there's a there's a, a bill trying to get passed. They're trying to they're trying to get rid of history at a, at all costs. Just, just get rid of the history part of, of of the curriculum. Just get rid, get rid of, of Leon, biology. Leon, we've been talking about that for a while. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm you know, gonna tell y'all all something real quick. That's been going on long before I, I even left school, and we're talking in the '70s, people. Mm -hmm. That's been going on for a while. Every time the books changed, something was dropped and they thought people weren't noticing, but we did. Because back in my day, algebra wasn't called algebra, it was called the new map. Yeah. Okay? And then when you got further up the chain, there wasn't no gender bending in school. Wasn't none of that mess. You were a boy or you were a girl. Right. End of story. <laughs> if you felt a little different, well, uh, there's psychology for that. There is electroshock therapy. You know, people talked about this stuff, but there wasn't no, I don't know if I'm a boy or girl. Wasn't none of that crap going on. I disagree and with electric shock therapy, guys. <laughs> I do too. I, I, this is stupid. I don't want to be it's shocked by nothing. <laughs> Well, but well, but you do get shocked. It's called static electricity. There were yeah, there were a lot of parents doing that to their kids. Mm-hmm. Yep, a they lot used to of call this that gender, gender dysphoria. Not that they don't, don't even bring it up anymore. It don't make sense. Back then, you didn't talk about stuff like that because yeah. your child was a boy or a girl. End of story. And if you had that inclination then you had to go see a psychologist. Well, that's the thing, that the psychologists are, are the ones that's telling these kids that they that they are um, the opposite sex now. That's the, that's the, that's the problem, it's too. Stupid. It's you stupid. You know, like this one guy, he, he actually changed his sex. He said, and a guy that was on an interview with him said, how long did it take before the doctor started offering you um, hormone pills? At, right after the first visit. I'm like, the first visit, that's all? My God. <laughs> so right I used to teach preschool a long time ago. And there was this wave of um, methodology there. Like, do you discipline the child? Do you, um, how do you discipline the child? What, how do you talk to the child? Do you talk to them like an adult? Do you talk to them like a kid? Um, if they're getting in trouble, do you take it away from them and listen to them cry? That kind of thing. And uh, it boiled down to parents are giving their kids way too many choices. They're giving them the choices of an adult instead of, uh, instead of and the adult There's being no adult. consequence. Yeah. Yep. And we've gotten, a, parents are not giving their kids any consequences. You know where that came from, Kim, right? Yeah. 
You know where that came from, right? Where? I want you to go way back. When, and, and I'm going to say this actually got started long before this, mm-hmm. but back when the courts allowed the children to say, my mom and dad is abusing me, mm-hmm. and the court slapped the parents on the hand and said, oh, no, you can't do that. All right. Can we say it gave the kids the go, the go juice to go, oh, well, we can control our parents now. I'm going to call Thank you. Thank yeah. you. As well, when they gave started the, it too, but you got to look at these, at these parents that. too. Look at these parents who are so, who are so very liberal now. You That's know, true. They don't want their kids to play in sports or, or, or everybody gets a trophy. No, you have to earn that trophy. Because they don't understand consequences. Mm-hmm. But you know, know what? Not, not this whole thing with everybody gets a trophy. Not only do they not understand consequences for losing, but it takes away from the joy of actually winning and accomplishing something. That's right. And what? And, 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 and sometimes losing is the best thing because it makes you want to strive to do better to next do better. time yep. in life. Yep. Work harder. Yep. Well, and these kids today they don't, they don't know how to over. over ah, I can't speak. These kids today don't know how to face adversity either. You know, about especially about a bully. Like my dad told me, is if a kid, somebody hits you, fight him back. You might lose, but 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 that kid will learn not to mess with you no more. Yeah, my saying is, you might beat me up, but I'm gonna knock out a couple of your teeth in the process. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh! And yeah, that would never fly these days. So guys, oh no, that's just to me. Yes. Guys, so here's the thing. We all clearly feel the same way about all of these issues. <laughs> I'm going to bring up a topic that maybe is kind of controversial, so maybe we can get some controversy going on. Okay. Okay. How does everybody feel about medical marijuana or about marijuana being legalized, period? Heck, man, I don't care. I don't care. I really don't care if it's legalized or not, but I did read an article the other day about Texas back in the day. One seed, a, mar- a marijuana seed was life in prison here. I did not know that at one point. That's a real <laughs> old law. I know, but my, real old. but if you, if you had a joint, that was that was two life sentences. Mandatory, <laughs> no, no matter what. Well, the way I look at it, if it's medically necessary to help that patient, then by all means, legalize it to help that patient. Because here in the state of Texas, we can't do that. But you well, can go well, by yes, C- you, can. you can go by CBD oil, though. Yeah, see, or the pills. You, you can get them yeah, out. Yeah, you can do pills. that. Now, the um, as far as I know, here in San Antonio, I don't know about Houston, but in San Antonio, the only people that uh, can actually get the full-blown marijuana are people that are epileptic. Mm-hmm. Or, ch- Same or here. children, or children. Same here, and, and cancer that's patients it. here. Certain yeah, cancer and that's patients it. it. That's it. That's all they can get it. Anything so, else, recreational wise? Oh no. Okay, well, so, so let's talk about our personal views, though, guys. It sounds like personally, Joetta, you're opposed to marijuana. Is that right? You use it personally? No, no, I didn't say that. I said, as long as it's medically necessary, I have no problem with it. 
Okay, and Leon, you're in the same way. You're also in favor I, of I, 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 Really, I don't care either way. My you're thing different? is, with marijuana, I just, uh, my thing is the people that smoke it, uh, most people that smoke it, they make an excuse to smoke it. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, hey man, just, just cut the BS and say you just want to smoke it, man, okay? Like I knew a kid in, in school last year. Oh That's man, cool. I got to smoke this. I got to smoke this because of my test. I'm like, damn fool, you were going to smoke it if you aced that test tonight. Okay, so stop playing games. Okay, so I, I also want to pull Timber, Timothy and Kimberly on this question. How do you guys feel about it? Ladies first. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I actually told my doctor just the other day that I am not open to using medical marijuana. Um, I don't think I would respond to it. Kim, did your doctor ask bring the topic up to you or did you approach it with him? Um, I approached it because we're at a point that my pain is not controlled by traditional means. Uh-huh. Okay. I I can talk to you about some alternatives for pain control off the air because I've done things in the past other than medical marijuana that I've found great ex- well, great help. I, I I've been doing it for 30 years <laughs> pain management you mean yeah oh yeah me well, too. <laughs> and that's a joke in itself i'm sorry it is um, <laughs> um, um can i speak on that becca right quick yeah but go ahead Leah. um back you know when i first lost my eyesight how depressed i was and i had to see a psychiatrist they tried to put me on prozac you know i took it for a couple of months and i said you know what this is not gonna i don't want this anymore. i don't want to be on antidepressants and i weighed myself off of it and what it was, I had to I had to get confidence in myself to go out and do stuff again. You know, mm. I basically I had to get my mojo back. And that's what I did, you know, with the lighthouse and, and other stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I couldn't see myself being on Prozac every day. I couldn't do it. I, and then again, if that didn't work, he was gonna put he was gonna give me something stronger. I'm like, no, man, I don't mean I don't want I don't want any antidepressant pills. What I did, I had to go, you know. Dude, I had to do what I used to do before I lost my eyesight, get my cigars and just sit back and think about what I did wrong. Or oh, hell, I smoked a cigar when I when I do do something great. It depends on what, that all depends on what I've done. You know, what brand I smoke. But you know, I can't see, like you said, with the medical marijuana, it does help people. I've seen that. It, it does. does help them. It does. I accept that. No, 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 I, no, not you, Kim. Um, I mean, I know your, what you're saying. <laughs> But I'm just saying, like some, um, some people they just they deal with still stuff differently. Some stuff works for people, and some and some doesn't. Right. I'm just saying, find find the niche that works for you. I mean, like okay. I say, people think I'm crazy for smoking cigars. They think I'm an old man. I'm like, you, you really okay. don't know cigars like that. But okay. So what is Kim's opinion? I don't think I heard his opinion. My opinion is Rebecca's. I'm okay with it if it's medical for pain, cancer, mm-hmm. epileptic stuff like that, but I really don't like it for a recreational drug. drug. Right. Uh, I've had a son that does it, and it started another process. He started doing cocaine after he started with the pot smoking for about three or four years. Thank God he's got, he's got clean now, but it's, it's just, to me, it's just a starter, and it can it's work up way. to something that's worse. So yeah. um, grateful for that, but I just don't like the idea of it. And I got retinitis pigmentosis, and people keep telling me all the time, smoke pot, it'll help your yeah. eyes. I yeah, want to get, for glaucoma. I want to get <laughs> my health. 
I want to keep myself healthy mentally. And I just don't like the fact the, the prospect of doing any drugs like that. Amen. That's right. I'm glad that we had an opposing opinion because I mean, like I said, guys, we were, we were discussing president Trump and we all love president Trump. And that was kind of the problem. We want some opposition on the show too. So <laughs> honestly, that's why I brought this up as a topic. So we can have some opposition discussion. So yeah. you guys have another topic they'd like to discuss. I like to ask, I like to ask a question. It, it could be a little, um, should black African Americans be called black African Americans or just black Americans? Black Americans. Black Americans. Because that 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 jackass Jesse Jackson coined that coined that damn term back when he was running for president in the eighties. African American. <coughs> well, you're not, not all black Africa. Americans are from Africa. Bingo. But, oh damn. Oh damn. I'm an American who, who happens to be black. Mm, mm, I'm an American mm, first though. Mm -hmm. I, I'm sorry, y'all. I had to bust out laughing on that. Why is that? Why, Jordan? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Leon, I didn't even tell you this one. Mm -hmm. You spoke of Jesse Jackson, right? Keep mm -hmm. Jack Shut up, please. <laughs> I put my hope in his behind. When he came to Oklahoma when I was still living there, mm -hmm. He brought that very thing up. And back then, I was like 18, 19 years old. And my mama used to get on my tail because of my mouth. Well, I just had a big wake-up call with Nixon. No say it? Yeah. All right. Now, so... The way I look at politics is this way. I'd rather hear the issues, not all the BS muckraking and much run that they do every time election comes around. Just tell me the real stuff. I don't want to hear about this bullshit. So when he started that mess, I said, you know what? I hate to say this, but I'm going to say this. Not near one of us that live in the United States was born in Africa. We were all descendants of people who came from Africa. If we were to step in Africa right now, the Africans that are over there would not recognize us as their fellow people. Right. They would say we are a black American taking up African space. Yeah. Well, hell, <laughs> speaking of that, the Africans that are here don't they don't like mm. us here because they don't want us. No, they don't. They don't want us mingling with their children. No, nope. I can see that now. When I, me in my in my blind state, going to school with their children, they look at me like, Ugh. I'm like, well, forget yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yep. It reminds me of the blind hierarchy, you guys. Oh, don't even go there with that. As someone who's only legally blind anymore. I know a lot of my totally blind peers have looked down upon me over time because they look at me as inferior to them. <laughs> I feel that way, Becca. Like, I'm yeah, not you know, going to be blind enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because me and Leon, we went through that. I know, I know when I would tell Leon this stuff. Remember when I first got to Chris Cole? About two months later, we were sitting there talking about how there's so many cliques inside of that place. Yeah. Well, and it made no sense. Well, you know that saying in the land of the blind, the one eyed person is God. 
Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Damn. Okay. I'm just saying, in the land of the blind, the one-eyed king is God. I mean, the one-eyed person is God. Yeah, that one-eyed person better get a life because he nowhere near be God at any other time in my life. That. I, wanted to, I wanted to discuss that about the blindness, you know, about people. Like we said earlier, Beck, about sighted people that don't think blind people can do anything. Oh. I, you know, I like, I, I like proving them wrong. That's why oh, right. I do it a lot. I like I just like proving them wrong that I can do anything. Mm. You know, like especially about the back to the firearms, a lot of people, well I hate I wouldn't say a lot of people, but my people, you know, they didn't think I they're the ones that made fun of me. But the other races, they they're the ones that shoot, hell, they're the ones showing me how to shoot damn how to how to load it up and shoot it. Uh-huh. I'm like, wow, they took the time out uh, or they'd be the schedule to do this for me. My black brethren made fun of me. Tell me, how, how the hell are you going to shoot a gun you can't see? Like I tell them, once you come find out. Okay? You, you know, it, it amazes me how some sided people just, the, the stereotypes that they have about blind folk. I mean, when I first lost my eyesight, man, you discussed this, Joetta. Yeah. They start talking loud, like, hey, and they, they start talking loud and slow, hey, this is such and such. Man, oh, I know yeah. who you are. And uh, thinks I can play an instrument for some reason. Or oh, I can sing. You think all blind people can sing? <laughs> I can't sing wow. to, to save my life. And I don't try to. Oh, have you, have you ever had this come at you? <laughs> Let me ask you a question all to all of y'all. Have you ever had this come at you? Oh, well, you're supposed to know who I am by the sound of my voice. Uh, not yet. I've had people just come to me um again talking slow this is such and such and um they think blind folks do like stevie wonder do you know move move back and forth with his eye i'm like you do know that that's a stereotype and or you don't wear sunglasses you can't be blind that's what i'm right talking about. right right uh, i said that's yeah. a stereotype some do but a lot of my friends don't they don't Oh, see the reason I asked that so, question. Every, every time sees me walking with Glacier, my guide dog, they always say, "Oh, he's training that dog. He's training that dog." And I go, "No, she's mine. I'm legally blind." Well, I can't tell. You don't got no sunglasses on. I'm going. You're a fool. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, the reason I said what well, asked that question because I was at my daughter daughter in law's youngest daughter or only daughter birthday party and her mom now turns around and goes oh well she knows who i am she's heard my voice enough (laughs) excuse me we're in a pizza place where it's loud noisy and just total pandemonium right but i'm supposed to pick out her voice a bunch all those others and know it's her that's because we hear everything, not just somebody's voices. We hear everything. Mm-hmm. And I know. it can get confusing in a, in a loud area. Oh, and yeah. that's what I told her. That's exactly what I told her. Oh, well, you know my voice. I'm like, oh, dear God, how stupid can you be? Oh, that Ray Charles trick. I'm like, that's only in the movie. That, you people are dumb. I'm like, how can I tell how somebody looked by um, touching their wrist? That's just stupid. <laughs> I'm like, boy, y'all have so many stereotypes. It's, it's funny to me, but I used to get upset with it. Now I just play, I just play the game with them. 
I ain't playing no game. I look at him like that crazy. I'm sorry, but what 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 hole did you crawl out of to get that idea? Oh, like one time I went to a, I went to a relative's house, and so I'm, I'm I'm gonna play a trick on him. I went to the restroom and I came. I'm like, boy, that um that toilet sure is high. Oh my God, he went in the sink. <laughs> oh, you didn't. You didn't. <laughs> like, boy, that show making these toilets kind of high now. Damn. <laughs> Leon, that's bad. But they fell oh. for it, though. I'm like, my God, you actually think I'm that dumb? Nothing. <laughs> but then that, that's the stereotype that they think that these people have who have never been around blind folk. They just think all we're supposed to do is play. If we can't play an instrument, we're screwed. It's the, oh, God. It's a visual stereotype. And unfortunately, yes, it is. To become blind later in life <coughs> pick up those stereotypes ourselves and it makes us self-conscious when i went blind as a child from the way the people were acting around me i was afraid i was gonna have to learn to play the piano like uh who is that that blind guy that used to play the piano stevie Ray wonder, Ray Charles. Charles. Stevie wonder Ray Charles. yeah because and they are like, all swaying everybody i knew knew that that pepsi commercial with ray charles on it right and mm -hmm. so yeah. they were like telling me somebody you can do something cool like ray charles right oh my are god are you freaking kidding me i don't want to play the piano i don't want to be on pepsi commercials <laughs> i have well, dreams. well speaking of ray charles on them on the blues brothers you do know he he, he did shoot at that kid <laughs> in the movie, in the, in the movie, movie, in, in the, the movie, movie. Blues Brothers, at, you know, yeah. after he did his performance. Oh yeah. Um, he shot that that pistol at that kid for for trying to steal a guitar. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you know, I'm just but especially when I go to school, um, you know, the stereotypes I get. Like I told one kid back in my psychology class, this idiot literally thought that I had been blind all my life because the teacher said, you know, Leon. He, the, the teacher clearly said Lynn hadn't been blind all, all his life. And then when I would bring up subjects like, you know, when I used to get drive my car, I, I got a few tickets. This idiot said, man, you've been um, driving a car since, you, since you've been blind? I'm like, you can't be this stupid. My dear God, man. But this is how the educational system teaches these idiots now. Because he, he was fresh out of high school. I'm like, boy, I tell you. Then I teach, and one girl clearly said about drop, um, because my teacher was from Africa. He was from Cameroon, to be this act. This idiot said, how far, how long did, does it take to drive from Houston to Africa? Oh my God. Oh, you clear <laughs> dumb. What? Wow. I'm like, my really? God, the educational system is screwed up. It really oh, is. So that's yeah, an understatement. And we, and we spend the most money than anybody in the world on education. True, true. Did Kim hmm. want to say something? I, I just said, kid. so if he's driving over the ocean? <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. and, and the teachers was like, Mike, he said, son, <laughs> I, just, I just know his, his jaw had dropped when, he said, when that dummy said that. I'm like, you, you cannot be this, this dumb, man. You really can't be this stupid. All you got to do that is look at him. That would be the I, world's biggest expansion bridge ever. <laughs> mm -hmm. Talk about Put a flotation device around the car. There you go. You, yeah, yeah. Give them one of those cars from like the 007 movies that convert. Yeah, 007 movie. Um, but 
my God, man. But, you know, and, and like I did my disability panel last year at my school, I was telling them, you know, about these kids. I, I had, a, th- oh. I had, a, I had a, a thing to say, you know what? How about I take half of y'all and blindfold you and teach how to use a cane for a day? And and you and you work and then you can see how it feels about, like being with me when y'all sit in a hallway with your feet out, you don't care, you you're on your phone, and in the hallway just like it's nothing on the phone that important. And I I seen a girl literally almost fall off the banister on the third floor on her phone. Dang. I'm like, you can't be this stupid. She literally dropped her phone and broke it. It fell all the way down. Mm. I'm like, what are you do-? like? My God, man. <laughs> I'm like, girl, if that banister was dead, you'd be dead. <laughs> Another one almost got hit by a car. I mean, as soon as she um, got out of her car in the parking lot, was on her phone, almost got hit by a car. I'm like, come on, man. It's n- These kids don't pay attention. I'm like, no wonder insurance is so high now. I can see why. I really can see why. You know, and... I mean, I, I, I've got tripped so many times in the hallway. Oh, man, I didn't see you. Are you trying to be funny or what? You know? <laughs> oh, they just sit in the hallway. They just bump into your own and say, excuse me. Mm. I'm like, it's going to be okay. I'm like, that's okay. Um, keep doing it. You're going to see a blind man walking down the, down the hallway with a big two by four. I think it goes deeper than that, though, Leon, because there's a lack of respect for elders. There you go. Or women and children. Yeah. There you go. Have you ever walked into a store and you stood there before somebody helped you? Uh, Yeah, I've been there a lot. I've actually wandered through stores looking for someone to help me. Yeah. Because the person up at the front will will have stepped away and I'll be wandering through. Usually it's like those small boutiques. You know, and where there's only a couple of employees anyway, and you're wandering through looking for someone to help you. <laughs> and you you can, like, hear people. Yeah. Mm. Like, surely they see me. Oh, yeah. I, oh. I've, I've stood in a, I stood someplace, I hear lots of people talking, but then, like, around the corner or over on the other side of a counter, and, like, I stand up there, I'm like, hello, can anybody hear me? Hello, I'm here. Yeah. yeah. Um, excuse can, can me. You, yeah. Can you go, really I'd like to go one step me. worse. I can go one step worse. Try walking into a doctor's office at a medical building that the, their office is on another floor. You walk into the lobby and you're trying to figure out which way to go. And you're in front of the reception desk and she's just standing there looking at you like, why are you standing there? Yeah. She sees the cane. You got she the cane. Sees the cane. Right. She sees the cane, but she's standing there looking at me like, what? Well, I, I got people who says, well, don't the dog know where, know where you need to go? Uh, come on now. <laughs> Dang, are you serious? Yeah, they said, don't your dog, oh my you, your God. dog should know where to go. Yeah, she can read my Wow. Mind. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> if I tell her to like go to the Like the dog elevator. is the GPS system now? There, that's, yeah, my I, last I, good, Tim, that's my last good reason for not getting a guide dog. Thank you. <laughs> Damn. If I tell her to find the elevator, she takes me to the elevator. If I say find steps, she finds the step. Other than that, or the door, she'll show me where the door is. Other than that, I'm on my own. Wow. Yeah. Hey, Tim, what, that what, wait, poor dog. From interview video, would you like to introduce your dog on that video? 
Yeah, I'll I'll show Glacier. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I like that dog. That like poor door dog. Mm-hmm. Cool name. Did you meet her, Tim, or did she come with that? No, at the the puppy raiser. I'm going to meet the puppy raiser in uh, Wisconsin when I go up to Minneapolis in a week and a half. So we're oh, excited about great. that Is trip. Is Glacier going to see her? Yes, Glacier's going to get to see her puppy oh. raisers. Oh. So we're excited about it. And I, I can't have I a dog she... now because my dog will be jealous. She'll fight it every <laughs> chance she gets. But uh, she's going to uh, – we're going to Alaska next year on a cruise, hopefully, and I'm oh, taking her with me. And Oh, uh, cruise. Tim, how do you – how do you how do you uh, like potty your dog on a cruise? Do you know? How do I park her? No. Well, take her out to go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah it's that's called park. Is. It's park. Okay, how do you uh, park. It depends on the cruise line. The one that I'm going on, they will order sod for me, a three by five square sod, and they will put it in a box so it's grass. And oh. I just go to that location where it's kind of away from everybody. It's in the crew area on the ship, and okay. she just does her business, and I pick it up and. Throw it away. I'm a personal pooper scooper for a dog, but hey, it's fun. I have two dogs <laughs> of my own, so yeah, dogs are great. It doesn't bother me anymore like it did. The first day I picked up her poop, I was gagging and throwing up. It was pretty bad, but uh, is it like is it like wiping your own baby's bottom now? Oh, I would rather pick up my dog's poop than clean a diaper now. So oh. So, uh, I would rather pick up my dog's poop than clean a diaper. Okay. I have a question for Tim. Does, yes, ma'am. Does anyone get your guide dog confused with, like, a comfort dog? Well, do they or do I? Do they? Anyone? No, because the harness I have on her clearly shows that she's guiding me around. Okay. Um, because if, if she's a comfort dog, she's just on a regular leash. She's right. on a, a steel harness that goes around her. And it's got a long handle on it. Mm -hmm. And it says on there, please don't pet. I know I'm cute, but people still don't. Like, that's I'm, that education we were talking they about. They don't that. know how to read. Yeah. Hey, Tim, no, they, they, they know how to read. They just ignore it. Tim, that's what I said. That's why I was saying that those two black idiots – my God, they didn't see that that was a scene. Oh, all they God. saw was a black dog. That's all they saw. Honestly, you know what they stupid. saw? They saw a white man with a black dog who they could yeah. That's yeah, what they saw. It was colored. Yep. They only That's all the they color. saw. And also, I wanted to speak to everybody. When you're on the phone and you're telling people I'm visually impaired, they ask you, what does that mean? Have they ever asked you that? <laughs> Just say you're blind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'll be forgetting to say, but I'd just like to say visually impaired. And excuse me, say, what does that mean? Come I would say, I can see you're mentally impaired. Mm. <laughs> I need to try. I'm, I'm going I'm to use that one from now on, too. I, I did. I, one day I was sitting there and I was working on something on the phone. And I had my Bluetooth in so they couldn't hear anything. And this man walks up to me and goes, ma'am, can you give me directions to so-and-so and so-and-so? And I'm looking at him like, say what? <laughs> he goes, well, can you give me directions to the building? Sir, this is the front door right here. There's a receptionist inside. If you could tell them where you're going, I'm sure they'll tell you. Uh, well, can't you? I don't work here. 
uh, well, can't you see to tell me where I'm going? What, what I love is when they tell you, if you're trying to get somewhere, they tell you, oh, it's over down that way, and you can't yeah. see Oh, <laughs> God, yeah. That way left, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That way could be like three miles before you hit anything, so. I'm saying, jeez, it's so stupid. It is so stupid. It's some of the things that I hear them tell you, and I'm like. So, you guys, that's exactly why as blind people – this is something I learned from my own experience traveling on my own. And this was something that was also taught at the blind school I went to for people who didn't already know it. And that is knowing how to ask for directions from people yeah. and how yeah. to like, translate their, what their, the information they're giving you and feed it back to them to make sure that that's how they're intending you to, well, you know? Well, I have a question. Yes. Here in Texas, we, we have something called white cane safety. Day. Do y'all have that? that Were y'all at? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Tim, it's everywhere. You'll learn it eventually. Um, isn't it in October? I think. Yeah. yeah. It's October. Yeah. Okay. Well, month is October. in October for White Cane Safety Day. And, mm -hmm. so. the, one, the one in Houston, it needs a lot of improvement because it's the same thing. Um, I, I want to try to get the advocates that, that do it to, to make us more independent. You know, that, you know, that's the purpose of it. You know, we're supposed to show people that we are independent. But, you know, mm -hmm. it's um, it's the same it's the same spot every year where we just walk around a little square block. And I'm like, come on, can we do something like I'm like the one in Austin? It's, it's farther, farther away from the school. Give for the a blind. challenge. Make it a challenging. Yeah. Uh, they, they should well, get, they should exactly get 3,000 blind people and their canes and dogs and get them out there walking. That, that's, I that's what they did in Actually, that's what they did in New York one year. A friend of mine, um, when he was working at a company called Art Beyond Sight, um, they had a great big white cane day. And he and several other people organized a big, like, march. And before it was over, there were like 1,500 people in the group. Everybody was blind or low-visioned and they all had their white canes and it was real cool. You know, they were going down the street talking about things and um, people come up and ask them and they'd stop and talk. And then when they got to this pavilion, um, they had a big program all set out and everything. And for those that wanted to know, they, you know, they talk about it. And I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, too bad they can't do that everywhere. Sounds good. <clears throat> Yeah, they should, but you know, you can't get people to get together like that because somebody somewhere is gonna come up with an excuse. Well, oh, you I'm, know, I'm timid. when I went to Savvy in Phoenix a few years ago, um, they were doing all kinds of great events. Like in October, when it was White Cane Safety Month, they did all kinds of like. I remember, like, we got together with the VA and did. Uh, did a march on White Cane Safety Day. And and so the, the blind school that I was affiliated with here did a lot of cool stuff like that, and so does the NFB overall, um, mm -hmm. to, to help the public recognize white canes and stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, have you ever what? been a study of a science experiment like I was? My, my, when I started come, getting out the house at the lighthouse, I, we, we were the science experiment. That was pretty cool. It was like, um, like 
the sound colors make and stuff. Like a darker color would be like a more mellow tone, and a lighter color was more of a high pitched tone. That was pretty cool. Now that was that, that's what we need to start doing. Well, get more into science for us because that's that, that's what's going to help us out in the future for for future um, generations of, of blind folks. Well, I know in March here in San Antonio, um, a lot of artists get together and there's this exhibit called The Color of Blind. And you have artists from all over. Some of them are, most of them are blind artists. And um, one year I was actually in it. And um, they introduced me because I wrote a book. So, um, in fact, they took... Uh, it was a book of poetry, and they took like two or three of the poems and read them out loud. And it was pretty cool. It was a nice thing. And there were like all types of tactile art, um, visual art, kinetic art, even electrical art. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was really neat. And uh, it went on for three days. So, you know, a lot of people got to see what blind artists and and others can do. And that's every every March, every year. Hell. I'm missing good fishing right now, but Oh Lord. Because of the hurricane. Um, ah. Catch me a good flounder or two or some drum. But too late, it's okay. I'll go I'll go Friday. Yeah, them mm -hmm. be in your backyard. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that actually happened in North Carolina a few years ago. Uh, after that, it, it was flooded so bad. All the, it was catfish in people's backyard. Like, that's how much flood water was there. All you had to do was hey. just um, uh, um, stick your hand in the water and just pick them up. Like, I wish. <laughs> but, Tim, I'm, I'm kind of far from, I'm about 50 miles from Galveston. But the people in South Houston are going to get kind of messed up. We might get some street flooding and some high winds, but hell, this ain't my first rodeo, so I'm, I'm so used to this. It's like I might just sleep the whole hell. I might be in the garage smoking a cigar while the hurricane's there. I did it before. I want to yes, ask I am, I am a little something. crazy. I want to ask everybody something. I'm hearing that uh, they're telling anybody who's disabled that they should call uh, your local police department and notify them that if there's a 911 call, to let them know that you're blind in your home. So if there's a call at your house, it would automatically come up on their screen so they know you live in that house and they'll be looking for you. And if, if, like, if there's a fire, they're most likely to break down the door to come and get you out of the house. I've heard of something like that. I, just, I never Me too, really long followed time up ago. with that. I never yeah. followed, up, followed through with it. Yeah. No, they, you know? they could set it up so that it's all computerized and so you know when you call 911 your address and all the information pops up on their screen they could just set it up so like i'm a blind resident so i can call and have that added to that info you know that would be work well well i know they already have it in oklahoma because when i was there and i lost my vision i was one that lost my vision later in life but when they found out that i had lost my vision both the fire department and the police marked it on their um, emergency units because that way whenever McCall came in from my number, they knew who immediately who I was. So that made it a lot easier. It's if you have a landline too, Tim. Um, if you, I don't. <laughs> you, you do? 
What's a landline? <laughs> house phone. Yeah, <laughs> funny, Joanna. I know. Um, because your your ping for your um for your cell phone can move. Yeah. Um, and they won't be able to mark that. Okay. Because your your landline is attached to your address permanently. It's attached to my wall too. Right. <laughs> if, if, oh. if you have instructions up on your refrigerator, that's a good thing too. Like emergency, an emergency plan. You can also like if you have like say you have a, a special medical situation. Um, and you want your doctor's number, you could program him in your phone. My and phone. Like, yeah, and also one thing I noticed about my phone, there's an app that's called like Health or something like that. You open it up and in there, you can put all kinds of great health information about yourself, yeah. like yeah. stuff that like first responders might need to know while you're unconscious, you know? Yeah, what they do is they pick your phone up and they touch your phone and on the bottom it says emergency and they tap on emergency mm -hmm. and it says, do you want to make a call or you need info? And if you hit info, all your medical stuff comes Everything up. Will be there. Yeah. So that if you're rushed to the hospital unconscious, it's there for them to know right. what medications right. and who to call. But we right. need to go on our phones and find that area and make sure we put correct information in yeah. there. Mm -hmm. so. It's in there, the health app, I believe. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. so. Mm -hmm. Does anybody else have anything like they'd like to add before I wrap up the show? Nah, I'm good. No, I think I, it was a I, good discussion tonight. Hey, thanks, oh guys. God. This was great. I, my first I, time. Yeah. And thank oh my God, you. I wanted to thank Tim for joining us today. Thank and I wanted to thank Kim for coming back again. And, of course, Joetta and Liana, I appreciate your guys' participation. Thank you for joining us today on Becca's World. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Blind View. Please like, share, and hit the subscribe button. Peace out. Thank you for watching Becca's World. Please like, share, and subscribe to my channel.